Marc-Andre Fleury and the Minnesota Wild invade T-Mobile Arena tonight. Is it a good cure for your Super Bowl hangover? VGK returns to its home barn. Our preview coming up next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you doing so. Find us wherever you get your podcast, and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by Sleeper. Download the app, and you can get a hop up to $100 match play on your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On NHL. Good morning, Mr. Golick. How are you today? Surviving Super Bowl and fun and shenanigans. Made some money last night. Life is good. Made some money last night. Life is good. <laughs> nice. So we have Mark AF, as I affectionately call him, Mark AF, uh, and the Wild coming to town tonight. Uh, Wild, they honored the flower the other night for his thousandth game and for passing Patrick Waugh. Uh, for the most wins a couple of nights ago against Pittsburgh. That was really nice. Uh, coolest part of that entire day for him was his children, unbeknownst to him, coming in to read <laughs> the opening lineups. And they did give him his flowers. I thought that was really cool. Minnesota had the number 1,000 next to him uh, in flowers. So they gave him flowers, flowers. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but I guess a lot of fans here will always love Marc-Andre Fleury. Let's start there about uh, this love affair with Fleury and uh, the fans tonight. He'll get another rousing ovation. Gustafson's probably going to be the starting goalie. They've been mixing up their starts in Minnesota, so I think the Golden think Knights he's fans start might have. Here? No. No. He's, he's, I'm, I'm pretty confident he's not going to start tonight. And, you know, this is not the first time the Wild coach did this. Earlier in the season, I believe – when Flower went to Pittsburgh, I could be wrong, but there was an issue where he didn't start against against the the Penguins or something like that. I so, that. I mean, You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I yeah, I mean, what are you going to do right there? So it, it's maybe he will end up starting, but by the way they've been doing the starts, I think they're going to get a, the Gus bus tonight of Phil Gustafson, so we'll see how that goes. But back to your comments, I like that, the love affair with Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury, the human, one of the best ever. Him and Riley Smith are alone. On, on the VGK Mount Rushmore as far as character people for the organization. And there's a lot of great people that have obviously worn the VGK sweater, but as far as character, top-notch, everything, there's two people on Mount Rushmore. End of story. It's Flurry and Riley Smith. And there's still fans to this day that probably have sworn themselves never to go into T-Mobile the, the second uh, – Mark Andre Fleury got traded to the Blackhawks, and they're still mad uh, that Pete DeBoer benched Derek England and all these things. And you know, there, there's some fans that that just can't um, let it go, so to speak. And I get that. I get that. Well, you know, listen, there's also a Stanley Cup banner hanging up there. I don't know if it happens if if the 
events leading up to that would have been any difference, especially with trading Mark Andre Fleury. But you can't help but not to love Mark Andre Fleury. I was joking with someone uh, that I'm was wondering if Fleury was even going to be in in Vegas for today's game because he's definitely uh, on the block right now. You hear murmurs about Colorado and Edmonton potentially um as a possible landing place so we'll see how that plays out I mean that could still happen right it's seven in the morning in Vegas as we do this uh you know there's a lot of a lot of day left right now so we'll see what happens wow that would be real interesting and that would be his revenge so to speak right if he does come back within the western conference he has nine, no nine revenge. the revenge would be for Alan Walsh flurries over it I'm sure but Alan Walsh doesn't give up on anything right he's nine nine and three uh, overall this season, so lightly used, but I thought for sure he would be in that tonight. We'll have to see that. Uh, they have uh, K- Kirill Kaprizov, who always seems to tangle with VGK, um, has a team record now of 20 or more goals in four seasons. Uh, so that's pretty big, first player to do so. Um, the Wild currently are seven points out of a playoff spot. Uh, they're in sixth place in the central and you know what happened that last year if you recall they did a huge uh, they had a huge catch I should say of all these players that they picked up at the deadline uh, they acquired Gustav Nyquist uh, Marcus Johansson Oscar Sunquist, and but they've kind of hurt themselves they have I think one or two players on LTIR so they do have some cap room if they want to try to make a run here. Uh, but they also screwed themselves because Bill Guerin signed uh, Marcus Foligno, Ryan Hartman. He signed uh, John Klingberg and Matt Zuccarelli before the season two long-term extensions. And so multi-year deals. So we'll have to see what they do at the trade deadline. But uh, more or less, like they do have some space now, but they're going to have some issues long-term with this wild team i mean a couple things here as far as the playoffs go they're sixth place the wild in uh the central right now 51 points i think they're six to eight points whatever the the number is that you said the issue isn't the amount of points it's the fact that there's like seven teams all in that little quagmire if that's the right word to use all in that little jungle of um of teams trying to get into the playoffs so i think the task might be a little bit too difficult for the wild you never know i mean they do got some good talent but the future of the wild is in a good place obviously you start with Kaprizov, right but then you got matt boldy brock faber uh marco rossi all i mean eh, Kaprizov isn't as young he's you know i believe one of the khl transplants so he's a little bit of an older younger player if you will but young by the nhl standards still so the wild oh john merrill's still there nice john merrill revenge game 35 games this year let's go maybe john merrill play forward tonight and uh and find a way um nice nice you know but like i said the wild are in a good place long term ish with their rookies and their younger players as well as some of the older players i think the bigger question is when will that perfect mix when will that synergy all come together so they can go on a run i mean it took the golden knights seven games to defeat them in the playoffs a few years ago golden knights again three three uh three to one um advantage in the series and it winds up going seven games uh Oh, the Pete DeBoer era, that was a good time. But we'll see what the Wild are going to be like long-term. We'll see if they can come into T-Mobile. I think this is probably a tough game for 
both teams. If I had to guess, there's probably a few players from both organizations uh, watching that football game yesterday and maybe uh, yeah. hanging out. I mean, obviously, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury's close with so many people. So, you know, last night there was probably um, probably uh, some drinks in the air and some catching up and stuff like that. So could be a guilty game for both sides, Tony. Guilty game coming for both teams. No, I, I have to agree that it, I think that both teams will come out flat in a game like this tonight. I just think the layoff, too, for the VGK – did Cassidy, again, did he give Alec Martinez the day off anyway so he could whine about they this the yesterday. Like, they did I, I was actually shocked. I was actually okay. talking to someone within the organization. I said, they're going to have the day off. They're, they're not practicing on Sunday, and well, they practiced yesterday. So yeah, there you go. But a big day at Petrangelo, game number 1,000. I think that's something pretty important to talk about. Uh, no flowers next to him, though, right? Oh, he'll have something. Oh, a he'll gas have pump. something. They'll put a gas pump next to Petro. He had. He, how about drones? They, they had a. They had a little gathering with the family and stuff. They had a little. Uh, little drone show honoring his one thousand games. But um, you know, it, it's exciting, right? I mean, Petrangelo. Like I was thinking about this last night a little bit. He doesn't hit like McNabb. He doesn't skate like Theodore. He doesn't block shots like Alec Martinez. Like he doesn't do a lot of things great on the ice, but he's good at doing a lot of great things. If that makes sense. Um, he can chew up minutes against the league's best players. That's number one. He's playing, you know, 23, 24 minutes a game. Is I haven't seen fewer, his last few game logs. Than, is it fewer than last season? Sorry to cut you off there. Is it fewer than no, last fine. season? As far as minutes? Yeah. I think his minutes are down from a season ago. Um, uh, They might be know. a little bit, a little but bit, I honestly right? don't yeah. think his well, minutes if, have. If there's a, if there are some fewer shifts, I think that would help his longevity. There was one game, and I, I asked Coach Cassidy about this because it was the first time I had seen Petrangelo get under. It was only the second time the entire season Petrangelo was under 20 minutes played, and um, tw he's averaging 23.56 this season, so I can't imagine it's much different than last year. Mm. Um, but there was one game where I did notice Petrangelo got less than 20 minutes on the ice, and Cassidy mentioned it wasn't a conscious thing the team was trying to do. Um, it was simply based off the special teams. There wasn't a lot of special team circumstances. Um, I think they only had Arch maybe one kill Arch that game. Yeah. yeah. Well, they only had like one kill that game, and Petrangelo at that time was not getting – and he's still not getting much power play time. So, you know, um, I think – I, I like what Alec Martinez said about him, called him the iron lung. He, he feels he's never um, – Never seen Petrangelo tired, but one or two times maybe in all their times together. So it'll be a fun night tonight. Um, I just wonder if they're going to do a little better because if you remember Phil Kessel, um, when Phil Kessel, it was it was his thousandth straight game. I don't think it was his thousandth game played, but it was like his thousand straight, whatever the number was yeah, for the Iron Man. For the Iron Man, and they mm -hmm. gave him like a they gave him like a shot, right? They they brought like a little shot thing, like there was like a glass of wine. It was like a shooter about this big, and congrats on your one thousandth game, bro. So we'll see if the Golden Knights uh, spend a little more for Petrangelo and give him a little something, something. Okay, and now VGK fans, make sure that you stay till the end of practice because Shea Theodore. Turns to is. the ice. There it is. Had to do something. We'll return with more right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. We want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy hawk, uh, hockey app on Locked On NHL Network. Uh, Sleeper, our number one choice for the daily fantasy sports, especially daily 
fantasy hockey. It's really cool because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contest. What players would you take this week to win 100 times money? Fans can also play daily fantasy NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, college football, and Sleeper. You can connect with a lot of fans. Entries must be made in under a minute. And all you have to do is pick whether uh, a lot of the studs in the NHL will beat Sleeper. Uh, who will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and much, much more in a given game? To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard us, VGK fans. You can win 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention now. You can nail your picks. So you can do so and start to winning uh, to win big. Uh, use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you will get 100 times match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use. Welcome back. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen. And thanks for helping me to get through this past week. Really appreciate it. Um, craziest uh, scene yesterday. So I did this thing called the Terribles Tailgate that I've been working on for a couple, well, three months or so, right? And all of a sudden, the most random part of the day, uh, Mr. T pulls up. He's just walking through with some Skechers signage. He got paid, obviously, to do something with probably $2 million worth of jewelry on. And I tried to get him in the Pepsi bounce house. But he said, hey, no, bro. I got my jewelry on. I can't do it. Can't jump. That's what he said. And, and I'm sure that's what was holding him back. But it was so it was so random. But fun week here uh, in Las Vegas. And uh, thanks to everyone that supported me and held me up and all of that. And uh, some great teams uh, that we assembled out there, too. So it's back to business. It's Vegas thrill season. Vegas thrill season. Phil the Thrill, speaking of Vegas Thrill season, Phil the Thrill still not signed by anyone. I heard yeah. Vancouver was kicking the tires a little bit, yeah. but I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, Phil Kessel is the NHL's version of Jay Cutler. Just the difference between Jay Cutler and Phil Kessel is Phil Kessel is much more likable. I personally love Jay, uh, Jay Cutler, but that's just me. I should have worn my Jay Cutler jersey. I was wearing it yesterday, actually. Um, wow. But I definitely think that and what, what, the reason I, I say that is Kessel, he's, he's cool, I think, with what, with whatever path things take from this point forward. If he goes back to the NHL, cool. If he doesn't, like, I think he's comfortable with that, with the fact that that certainly might not be the path for him. And I don't think he cares, honestly. Now, does that mean he doesn't care about winning a Stanley Cup and helping a team? Don't confuse the words. But what more, I mean, what's he, one, two, three-time Stanley Cup winner, I believe. The Ironman record, the games played, the amount of time in the NHL. Um, I mean, I think the only thing maybe left was, from an international perspective, he had an absolute dynamite tweet, I believe. It was... Um, was it when Team USA lost or Team Canada lost? I, when Team Canada lost and he wasn't on the roster and he put out a tweet saying, I feel like I should be doing something tonight. I just can't quite put my finger on it. So, you know, that's, that's Phil Kessel in a nutshell right there. 
So VGK's Shea Theodore back on the ice, returning this weekend, red jersey. Any word on his return? Will it be perhaps later in the week, or is he still a ways out? I would give it a very slight, 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 slight chance tonight. Um, But definitely, I would have to assume, um, given the amount of time between games and such, I don't see much need for the Golden Knights to rush him back especially in a game against the Wild, who aren't exactly the Carolina Hurricanes, which is who the Golden Knights are going to be playing on Saturday. So I think it's going to be get him, give him plenty of practice time to get acclimated, get his feet under him as best he possibly can in practice. But the Golden Knights also need some time right now. The Golden Knights cannot just throw Shea Theodore into the fire without doing something. So right now, um, Keaton Korzak was sent down over the weekend. Could Korzak be called back up tonight? I think there's a very good chance because the Golden Knights only have six defensemen on the active roster. Mm. Um, so Korzak almost certainly is going to get called up. The Golden Knights always like to have that extra player if something were to happen during warmups or something like that. So expect to see a call up for Korzak tonight. But I think Miramanov might draw back into the lineup in Korzak's place. I think the Golden Knights really want to see what they have in him. So the Golden Knights situation right now, this is important. Their current cap space available with all the LTIR and cap uh, cap roulette, as I like to put it, not cap gymnastics or shenanigans, as Tony would say. Um, Gold Knights have 3.5 million available right now in cap space. You get a good rental. Theod, what's that? You could get a good rental for that amount of money. Well, but Shea Theodore does not count against the cap right now. So Shea Theodore is $5.2 million. So the Golden Knights need to shed some money. Number one is Brennan Brisson will be sent back down to the to the AHL once Theodore can come up. That's 925000 That leaves the Golden Knights somewhere in the seven eight 800000 range that they have to get rid of. There's no other players that can go up and down through the AHL without risk of being claimed off of waivers. The only two-way contract that remains is Paul Cotter. And obviously, if Paul Cotter were to be sent to the AHL, he'd have to clear waivers. He'd be picked up in a heartbeat by 28 of the 32 remaining teams. So I think one of two things ends up happening here. Um, first of all, right now, Bjornfot, um, or Bjornfoot, I always call him Bjornfot for whatever reason. Uh, Bjornfoot currently is IR. So the Golden Knights cannot do anything with him as far as trading or anything like that with him on IR. They have to obviously get him activated. So what value does what value does that guy have? I think he's so I think Bjornfoot's value is is minimal. Like I don't think the Golden Knights got Bjornfoot and said this guy is going to help us win the Stanley Cup. This is the missing link. No, that's definitely not the case. Golden Knights had injury trouble. He was on waivers, and the Golden Knights took a shot and actually got him. So if more injuries were to happen and Bjornfoot were to get healthy, it would be a good plug and play type of player. He's only 22 years old, I believe. And he's already got over 100 NHL games played. So he's got some experience going. So I think the Golden Knights' ultimate goal with him would be to, if he can get activated, would be to... Because remember, when the Golden Knights claimed him, they were probably around number 20 or 22, 23 in the claims order. So a lot of teams had passed up on him. So the Golden Knights' ultimate goal here might be to send Bjornfoot back down to the AHL. Hopefully he doesn't get claimed. That would clear up the space for Shea Theodore. Now the other option potentially would be something with Miramanov. Golden Knights could be showcasing Miramanov. 
Miramanov does have some, have some trade value. He's got some NHL games played, and he has that two-way, you know, mobile ability. He also has a hard time staying healthy. The Golden Knights couldn't trade Bjorn, Bjorn Foot and get much, if anything. I don't no, think anyone would, would give anything. But Miramanov could bring a lower-level draft pick. So I guess the biggest question that McCrimmon has to answer, would you rather send Bjorn, uh, Bjorn Foot down in risk of losing him or would you rather trade Miramanov and at least get something in return? I think those are maybe the questions, but there's a path. And I think once you do see that move, that trade or that wave happen, if you will, that's when Shea Theodore is ready to play. So keep an eye on things throughout the week. Now, why were you so suspicious? I missed this show on uh, Friday and I apologize for that. Why were you so suspicious about the absence of Zach Whitecloud? <laughs> this so, is a dastardly laugh. I love it. No, no, no. That one got me in a little bit of a trouble. A little bit of trouble. Good, we'll, good, we'll good. Oh, there. oh we'll no. Um, oh no. <laughs> but but to clarify, I was able to read between the lines. I guess uh, I'll, I'll try to look carefully on this one. But in reading between the lines, Zach Whitecloud missed Saturday's practice because of illness along with two or three other Stone, players Stone. i believe including mark stone yes yeah mark stone i know so and also like cassidy didn't do didn't, didn't do pressers over the weekend as well oh, so there might okay. be reading between the lines i don't know why cassidy or any of the member of the coaching staff for that matter maybe there's no media there i mean that's also a possibility to be completely fair um so reading between the lines, I would have to assume, my favorite word lately, um, I'd have to assume that White Cloud was possibly unavailable due to illness. So I think that's what the result was. And to be fair, I mean, if I'm going to tread a little carefully here, I think also it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world maybe for Cassidy to give that information on Thursday after the Coyotes game. Um, a lot of people were wondering about it. But, you know, to be fair, I wasn't there to ask Coach Cassidy that question, nor was nor did any of the media that was there ask Cassie that question. So it was a mystery. I certainly maybe jumped the gun a little bit as far as what it could have meant. No. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, I mean, no, we'll see. no, because we'll see what happens time, this week. So he was considered to be a healthy scratch, correct? And any time yes. at this time, right. And any time at this, any part of this time of year that that happens, the suspicion grows, the speculation grows every time, right? And that's fair. Scratch, that's our job. Speculation is part of what we do. Right. And so, no, you didn't jump the gun. I like it, too. And thanks for stepping out of your comfort zone and taking the chance. Coming up next. We oh, I'm, talk- I'm comfortable saying whatever the heck I want. Don't kid yourself. I know. <laughs> well, we've learned that. Coming up next. What comfort zone? <laughs> Coming up next. Locks of the night in our predictions ahead. Right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Blueberry pancakes is my safe word. Fans, don't forget, new customers at FanDuel.com. If you join today, you get $200 in bonus bets with your first bet of $5 or more. What were a couple of your – did you win prop bets yesterday? Give Uh, us your best prop bet. Chiefs straight up, Chiefs uh, second half, Chiefs in game. And then I did a – I had like a five-way single-game parlay stack with – Mahomes yardage, Kelsey yardage, okay. outcomes. Yeah, it was good. It was a good day. Okay. So just visit fanduel.com slash lockdown and you can sign up today. That's fanduel.com slash lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. 
Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and the little Chris Whisperer. Chris, call it. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget, WTF, what the Friday coming up. I will be hopefully back to 100% by then. Uh, and, of course, we've got on Saturday the Chris and Chris show. I'm a little bit on tilt. I'm not gonna so what, what movie was that where, where Blueberry Pancakes is the safe word? Are you I don't a movie know. Guy? I'm not a movie no, guy, but I know. I'm not movie. a movie guy. No, not at all. I'll tell Time Machine. It is? Okay. Yeah, that's the movie. John Cusack. Come on, man. I will roll. Such, such a that. bad, good movie. Such a bad, good movie. It's time for our locks and predictions. But, of it's course. Right by that one. Right by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. But VGK always has to try to one-up everyone. It's the Super Bowl, right? Oh, no. It's this. What the Monday I thought this was. They try to one-up everyone. Little John had on his VGK Stanley Cup ring. And, of course, everyone just focused on that rather than the Minnesota Wild fan. Whoa. Whoa. That's his third Whoa. favorite team. Okay. Does he have, okay. Does he have other banners for teams? Or Do you have remember those little Chris or no? No. Remember those little miniature banners that we used to get when we were kids? Those were cool. Uh, okay. Locks and predictions. I will go first. I will go with the wild, of course. My record's got to be horrendous this season, by the way. I'm going to go with Minnesota four to three, four to three, Minnesota. I'm going to stick with little Chris. I love the banner. Uh, Stone and Nick Wah. Stone and Wah. Tony likes the banner. All right. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Is little Chris going to jump in here? Chris, you want to, you, you you go first. I'll, I'll are you selling? Wait, wait, wait! Some. Before we go on, are you selling that box of cards right there in front of you? I like that. Stand. This is this is a this is actually a Riley Smith uh, bobblehead doll. Oh wow! Okay, this is cool. a Riley. Smith. So right now my camera setup, I have a 1992 score baseball collector set as the camera stand. That's what's holding up this camera Love that. about Love about that. about eight inches, and then my Riley Smith bobblehead doll is holding up. So. You know, we're still working on the budget for Lockdown Golden Knights, so those likes and subscribes would really help us improve our technology. But my technology is fine. Tony, maybe we can work on his a little bit. You my need, technology is me. It's me. Yeah. All right. Hi, <laughs> right, Chris. Go ahead, buddy. Okay. Get closer. Get closer. Okay. Four to wild. What 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 Golden Knight players? Um, Petro, Petro, and Flurry. Petros TV and Flurry. Okay. All right. Good. Goalie <laughs> assist. Goalie Thanks. assist. Yeah, but I, I still still stay Flurry's now playing. He's still waving the banner back there. He's having a good time. He's I having know. Fun. This is great. I will say this is what the best thing about about okay. the about the kids taking into hockey though. I, I do mention this because for whatever reason we do seem to get a little blowback when when that happens. But you know the fact that that it's not just my kids, but other, you know, kids and adults, you know, do enjoy the sport of hockey, not just for their team. You're, you're a Rangers guy, obviously, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So that it's, it's okay that, uh, that people enjoy other aspects of, uh, of, of the NHL besides their hometown team. So I'm very thankful that Chris and Allie, this Saturday is actually a special game for me and Allie. Um, Allie's second favorite team are the Carolina Hurricanes. Mm, that's so right. that's a daddy daughter night. We're gonna go out oh. before the game, have dinner, go oh. somewhere before and have an what activity, and then uh, we'll be up in the we'll be up in the seats enjoying the game together. It's I got all nice I got night. all the feels on that one, man. Oh yeah, such a good all time. Right. All right, so no, for me awesome. tonight, uh, love it. I think uh, Vegas continues. Um, I like four two Vegas. I don't think it's going to be a clean game by either team. Uh, Slow Chris start. is Slow a word. Start. 
Can you bet the? I'm sorry. Can you bet the under for the first period? Yeah, you definitely can. Out. It'll be uh, usually uh, they hang a goal and usually they hang a goal and a half out there, and the under is usually under. a little. The under actually usually gets you a little better value. So tonight might be a good a good spot actually to make okay. that bet. I actually like that a lot. Um, four two Vegas. I think Vegas still finds a way. I really want to know. I mean, we, we're getting to the end here. Who's going to be in nets? Um, we'll talk about that maybe in a quick second. But four two Vegas. Petrangelo is going to be on the poster. It's one thousandth game, so you know Petrangelo probably will have some type of effect in the outcome of the game as far as the score sheet goes. And Petro and Cotter, I don't know, it's the first thing that came to my mind. Petro and Cotter, I really want to see someone not named Nick Wah, I can't believe I'm saying this, but someone not named Nick Wah, Marchessault, Stone, Barbashev, Stevenson, you know, having effects on the score sheet right now. So Cotter, Petro, 4-2 Vegas for me. Um, and then goalie situation, this is interesting. Yeah. yeah. If... Aiden Hill goes tonight. That would mean the last start for Logan was prior the last game prior to the All-Star break. And you know Aiden Hill is going Saturday against the Hurricanes. So this is this is getting interesting right now. I hope uh I hope I hope there's a plan to uh slow Aiden Hill down once the games become a little more condensed, at least. Yeah. And uh, VGK, they cannot blame the lack of practice now, right? Because they've had all this space in between games. No, now the ice will get bad again. Okay. For my man, Chris Garlic, I'm Tony Cardasco. We appreciate you tuning in, especially our everydayers. We definitely do appreciate you. Don't forget WTF Fridays, Saturdays is the Chris and Chris show. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.